then it's no wonder that we're burning out because our sensitive systems are like, hey, like chill out, I need a break. And we want to listen, but we feel that we can't because it's like, I don't have time for this. I've got to keep going. People rely on me. My boss is expecting this of me, X, Y, Z. And so we just, we ignore, we ignore, we ignore until our bodies will no longer let us ignore them. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I am feeling pretty good in this new year and I I hope you are too. I've definitely been feeling, I've been feeling a call to like not put so much dang pressure on myself. Like I noticed this is such a theme in my life and I'm curious if any of you can relate to this where we just make everything like such a big deal sometimes and we just put so much on our plate and we make ourselves feel like we have to do so much, like so much more than we actually need to do. And it's exhausting. Like I'm so over that. And so I chose a word for the year 2023. I always like to choose a word and my word for the year is intentional. Like I just want to be more intentional with the way I spend my time and my energy, more present less mindlessly scrolling, less like making myself feel like I have to do all these things. Like I just want to kind of trim it down and be more intentional. Like what really matters to me? What really, what really is important here? I just feel like, yeah, there's just so much that's really unnecessary and it's pressure from within and it's pressure from society. And I'm just, just not here for it. (laughs) We're sensitive beings, especially like we need to take good care of ourselves and burning out and pushing ourselves all the time is just not the vibe. And so that's going to be the topic of today's episode. We're going to be talking about overachieving and burnout and why we as HSPs can be more prone to this. Now, before I dive into the episode, I want to share with you my new workshop that I'm so excited about. Like, this is going to be so freaking good. So the workshop is called Sensitive and Worthy, and this is a workshop for you if you're an HSP creator, if you're a business owner, a coach, mentor, healer, blogger, um, who who struggles with attaching your self-worth and your value to your productivity, to, to your business results. For instance, like if you have trouble resting, like as soon as you close your laptop, you're like, you know, your mind's like, oh my gosh, but I didn't get to these 85 things. Or you don't know how to rest. Or maybe you struggle with perfectionism and you like overthink every single thing that you post online. Um, maybe you're starting your business and you're still like, 
obsessing over having the perfect name. <laughs> this workshop is for you if if you find that you take everything very personally. So let's say you put a post out online and only a few people like it, or you launch a new program and you don't get as many signups as you hoped for, you know, things like that, and you're taking it very personally. It feels like a very personal attack, or you notice that your mood is literally impacted by how well things are going in your business or how much engagement you're getting on Instagram. If any of this resonates with you, then the Sensitive and Worthy Workshop is your place for sure. We're going to be diving into all of that. I'm going to be teaching you how to start untangling your self-worth from your productivity and your business results so that you can just be more human in your business and not feel so emotionally attached to every single thing that happens. It's deep work. It's important work. It's essential work if you ask me as highly sensitive entrepreneurs. So if you want to join us for that workshop, the link is in the show notes that takes place live on Zoom on January 18th. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, let's get into the episode. So a common theme that I have found after the past several years of working with HSPs, very closely, a common through line is that so many highly sensitive people burn out. And so many highly sensitive people would also would also like label themselves as overachievers. So if this sounds like you, like let me know, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm curious if, if this resonates, but it's it's wild how many HSPs I talk to and work with that have had this experience. And so I have some theories and, and reasons why I think this is the case. And it's certainly my story as well. So just to share a little bit of my story, if maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't, but I discovered I was a highly sensitive person after I was working in the corporate world. Um, I was in my first job out of college and I was, I'm a very driven high achiever type of person. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And I was really motivated to climb the ladder at my, my job. I wanted my boss to like me. I wanted to get a raise. Like I was motivated. Um, but I was in a very toxic work environment. It was just constant hustle and grind. It, it was glorified to like work really late and not have a social life and not have a life like work equals life, <laughs> work on the weekends, like all of that. And being so driven and, and so sensitive, it was a really challenging combination for me because I was pushing myself to keep up with my coworkers because that was what was modeled. But I started to get really sick. I started to experience digestive issues. I I later discovered I had small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, otherwise known as SIBO. I had leaky gut. I had adrenal fatigue. I was losing hair. Like I was chronically stressed and I realized I was burnt out. <laughs> And this was the time that I learned I was highly sensitive. And so it's crazy because a ton of HSPs that I work with and chat with have had similar experiences. Okay, so here's the reasons why I think this is the case. Number one, I think a lot of us as HSPs grew up being rewarded for being good, 
for for being the good kid, for being the easy kid, maybe. Maybe you the way you found love and attention was from getting good grades or, you know, being helpful, being a caretaker. And so this is like a deep-seated thing where if this was how we received attention and love and validation, then we attach our personal value, our self-worth to this. And so as adults, we continue to repeat this behavior because we learned that this is how people like us. This is how people accept us. This is what makes us good enough. And so feeling loved and and accepted and part of the group is an important natural piece of our survival. As a survival mechanism, we need to be accepted by others. And so when we learned at a young age that what it took was to fit in and to do and achieve and and be good and, and not mess up, then we put this crazy pressure on ourselves to keep up with that at all costs, at the cost of our health, at the cost of our well-being, right? So this was definitely my story. Now, I wouldn't say I was like the easy child. I was definitely like a highly emotional child who <laughs> was not not easygoing in my household. I was, I was passionate. I was intense. <laughs> but I did find that I got I got a lot more attention and approval when I was when I was doing well at things. So like if I was doing well in sports, if I was doing well in school or later on in my career, like these were the things that made me feel accepted. And I know now at a deep level that I I didn't feel fully accepted because I was so sensitive and I felt like I was like a difficult person because I was sensitive. So it almost was like I could counterbalance that by overachieving and kind of showing people like, see, look how good I am. Like trying to mask my sensitivity, if that makes sense. So maybe you can relate to that. I think that's the case for a lot of HSPs where we just, we found our value in how much we do. And whether that's at work or whether that's, you know, in your household where you're just overgiving to everyone all the time, maybe to your friends, whatever that looks like, it's that it's the overdoing of it. We're just doing too much and not listening to our bodies and to our limits, which then causes us to eventually burn out because we cannot forego our own basic needs for that long without eventually having a consequence. So that's one piece of the puzzle. Of course, the other piece of the puzzle is that we have very sensitive bodies, very sensitive nervous systems. So we are going to experience stress and anxiety and and a frazzled, busy day, like way more intensely than a non-HSP because of our sensitive nervous systems. So this means that it's going to be easier for us to burn out, to feel completely overwhelmed, exhausted, stressed, because we just have a lower threshold for it. And so when we have that plus overdoing and trying to keep up with everybody, then it's no wonder that we're burning out because our sensitive systems are like, hey, like chill out, I need a break. And we want to listen, but we feel that we can't because it's like, I don't have time for this. I've got to keep going. People rely on me. My boss is expecting this of me, X, Y, Z. And so we just, we ignore, we ignore, we ignore until our bodies will no longer let us ignore them. And that often then results in chronic adrenal fatigue or a chronic illness or digestive issues. Like we all have our different flavor of of what's happened to us, but it's really that like perfect storm of wanting to to prove ourselves and show our value and show our worthiness by how much we do, but also having very sensitive systems. Another piece of the puzzle that comes into play here is that a lot of times we just have trouble setting boundaries and speaking up for ourselves. This again kind of goes 
with that that conditioning in childhood where you know maybe you were see you found love and value by always going along with what everyone else wanted maybe you didn't ever learn how to express yourself and your needs this is common for most of us because maybe when you did express yourself people were like oh stop being so dramatic you're making this such a big deal you're way too sensitive like just stop making everything so difficult and so you started to suppress yourself and because it was easier to suppress yourself and not speak up for yourself because when you spoke up for yourself, you got pushback, you got criticism. So um, think about how that it then impacts you as an adult, right? <laughs> like, no wonder you're not feeling comfortable setting boundaries and saying no to that extra work project or, or saying no to helping your friend move or whatever. Like, it's because you maybe were gaslit. Maybe you just felt like it was bad for you to speak up. And so you internalize that and it becomes harder and harder to speak up for yourself and set boundaries, right? So all of this makes sense. It all goes together. It all becomes that perfect recipe for why so many HSPs are burning out and doing so much. It's like, ah, we're finding our value in it. We are struggling to speak up for ourselves and we have these sensitive systems. Now, a final piece of the puzzle that is important to mention is we tend to be very conscientious employees. We tend to be good at doing things. Again, that's another common through line that I find from many of the HSPs I talk to and work with is like, we're that valued employee. We're that person that can be relied upon. We tend to be detail oriented. We care about our work. We care about doing a good job. And so with that, we can, again, just overextend ourselves. We can easily become that person who gets way too much put on their plate because our bosses know that we will get it done, right? And we do because we're not setting boundaries. We're not checking in with ourselves. So it's a lot. It's a lot. And it can be so hard to untangle yourself from this. Like it's when your direct personal value is tied to how much you do and it's been this way for however many years you've been alive, like, oh my gosh, of course, it's so hard to untangle yourself from that, to separate from that, because a lot of us then feel guilty when we rest. When we take a step back, we're like, you know, we we slow down for a second. It's like, oh my God, but who am I if I'm not always doing things? Like, I know from personal experience, I felt itchy. Like, I feel itchy, not like physically actually itchy, but that's just the, the way I describe it when I'm not doing things. Like, for the longest time, like just sitting felt like I was doing something wrong. Like, oh my gosh, no, like I'm wasting time. I need to make progress. Like I need to build momentum. What am I doing? Like, this is so bad. I just, yeah, it just felt like I was doing something wrong. But it is essential for us to learn how to take better care of ourselves. And I know you're probably sick of hearing this, but it's the truth. It is literally the truth. It's what we need to learn how to do as HSPs in order to be leaders in our own lives and to feel good in our in our life and not to feel so stressed out and overwhelmed and burnt out all the time. So it's about setting boundaries. It's about recreating a healthier relationship with yourself. So to me, a really big piece of this is doing the deep inner work to heal your self-worth, which as you probably know, I literally have a program for this called Sensitive and Soulful Self-Worth. It's always linked in the show notes. It's available anytime you want to dive in. In that program, 
you dive into all of the deep work that I highly recommend when it comes to healing your self-worth. So inner child work, shadow work, healing the shame that you felt for your sensitivity. In that program, you look at how your self-worth is affecting your obsession with productivity, how it's affecting your relationships, um, how it's affecting the way that you feel about yourself, your confidence, your boundaries. Like we go into so much in that program. I'm obsessed. It's why I talk about it all the time, but it's truly the first step for us, I really think, is just to notice that connection that we have with how much we do. Like, if you are finding yourself chronically stressed, chronically anxious, you've burnt out and you're just sick of it, like you just want to do things differently this year and stop being in this cycle of always having so much on your plate, never having time for yourself and like feeling physically sick, this is the year to make that change. I mean, now is as good of a time as any. And the very first step I I recommend is just looking at what are you making it mean about yourself with how much you do? Like if you think about stopping, if you think about letting yourself off the hook, letting some balls drop, like what are the fears that are coming up for you? And write them down. That's a great first step. That's going to give you so much insight. So for example, for me, what my fears about um, resting and like letting myself off the hook and like just letting some balls drop, so to speak, my fears were always, oh my gosh, but then I'm going to lose momentum and people are going to forget about me. Or I'm not like, what am I going to do with my time if I'm not working? Or I'm going to disappoint people. I'm going to, people are going to see that, oh, I wasn't actually capable of this. Those are the thoughts. There's a lot to unpack there. For me personally, after doing this work throughout the years, a lot of it does relate to being a little girl who just wanted to feel loved and accepted. And interestingly enough, I feel, I find that that's the case for the majority of us. It's that little boy or girl inside of us who just wants to be loved and accepted. And we're afraid by not doing what we've always done that we won't have that acceptance and love. And that's scary and it's okay that that's scary, but we can do things a different way. I just want this episode to be something that's enlightening for you, something that's helping, maybe opens your eyes to some of the behaviors that you've fallen into, and and to also just know that you're not alone in feeling this way, that you're so normal if you've fallen into this pattern and if you've had that experience. Like, it's just wild how it's the case for so, so many of us. So I invite you to just get quiet, sit with yourself, reflect on those questions. Like, okay, if I stop, if I stop and let the balls drop, like what fears are coming up for me? Write it down, get curious. And if you want to go deeper with all of this, you know, my programs are always available for you. They are here to support you. And if you are specifically an HSP entrepreneur, then definitely, definitely join us for the sensitive and worthy workshop happening on January 18th, because it's for exactly this. It's for my fellow HSP overachievers (laughs) who want to do something different, who want to do it differently, who don't want to have their personal value be directly tied to how much they do. It's just not the vibe. So this is the year to just make it different, right? Let's work on it together. I'm here for you. And yeah, let me know if this episode resonates. I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM, share on Instagram, tag me in your stories, leave a review. All of it is so helpful. And I appreciate every single one of you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, 
subscribe and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.